Welcome to Five Shot Friday. This is Bart and Sonny Miller. Take it away, Sonny. Why, thank you, Bart. Happy Friday, everybody. We are just going to dive right in. we got to hustle. We're coaching here in We're... Salt Lake today. We coached yesterday. We've got a great entrepreneurial group together. Let's rock it. In fact, that is our first topic of choice today. Heck yeah. We're going to talk about the astonishing power of influence to fill a room. Let's go. Let's go. So this week finds us in rainy and actually kind of gloomy Salt Lake City, Utah. So Thursday morning, we walked into a state-of-the-art multi-floor clubhouse, which included a room dedicated to vinyl records and a pool table, a karaoke room complete with a ceiling filled with disco balls, breathwork and meditation rooms. The list goes on and on. It was an exceptional club. It is an amazing club. Swing pool on the top. They've got a like movie theater upstairs. Which was really cool is everything is 100% soundproof. So you can crank it up as loud as you want. Dance party, whatever. They had food on each level, chefs on each level. Like it is unreal. Jazz rooms, live music. Really cool. So amazing. So grateful. And big shout out to Jeff Pott for uh, hosting us here in Salt Lake. Which we are going to talk a little bit more about the amazing Jeffrey. But first, our host took us to a room with a large dining table where Bart would be leading a business conversation around a new framework he has put together. Yes. So nine other entrepreneurs would be attending, only three of whom we knew beforehand. So 11.38 a.m. came. We all sat down and had the opportunity to introduce ourselves. And I would say that absolute magic happened as each person realized we were all where we were supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. It's a beautiful gathering. It really was. In fact, one of the people that were there, I don't know if Sonny's going to get into this, but I'll just talk about it really quickly here. They actually, the invite went to their significant other. Their significant other needed to be in Mexico to do a bunch of charity work. And they're like, why did I get invited? And uh, he's like, well, let me reach out. I'm sure it would be fine if you go. And uh, reached out and she's like, I was so energetically connected. I wanted to go so bad. And I had no idea what was even going on, but I just knew I had to be there. That's the kind of people we yeah. love being around. They just know, they just have that energy. And we're so grateful that we're putting out the energy to attract those amazing humans. And if I mention this, this human's name right now, they're very influential in the internet marketing space. They're yeah. an absolute amazing human. Yeah. So it was such a blessing to see them walk in and uh, be part of this. Yes, thank you for sharing that story. I didn't mention it. And I like that you gave a little more background on the magic because it felt like everybody just, they were where they were supposed to be. Well, so I'll give you a little bit more and we're going to have to hustle because and I'm, I'm trying to rush our podcast today, but really we have a training coming up. So I'm like putting it on, but I won't, don't want to miss this. When I reached out to come here, it was because of my birthday last week, had a really amazing friend named Jeff Pott. Jeff actually invited me down here for a birthday party, which we'll be celebrating tonight. And I just happened to say, Jeff, I really like you. And something inside of me just said, I want to be part of what you're doing too, because he's got a great energy. So I said, why don't I coach you through my new framework and on your business? And then he's like, and I'm like, hey, if you happen to have some friends that you can put in the room, go for it. If not, it's just going to be you and I, and we're going to rock it. That was all my expectations were, which was really, really, really cool. But then he was energetically attracted to these people that should be in the room. And I mean, it's probably what you already said, and I'm so sorry if it is, but let's go forward with it. Oh, don't be sorry. That is exactly what we are talking about. And so you covered it beautifully. Awesome. And so, um, yes, so Jeffrey put all that together. And that is the topic today is just influence because um, 
It's an example of how someone's influence can fill a room and create a space for incredible conversations, networking, and lasting friendships. And we talk about our core four a lot. We like to call the core four, which is power, profit, people, and purpose. And we include influence in the power category because it has the power to move people to take action. So just the invitation from Jeffrey to these people moved them to come into the room and, um, ah, kind of lost my train of thought there. You're good. Keep going. <laughs> Trying to think where I was going with that. Well, but influence is power. Yeah. And, oh, that's what I was going to say. Like the kind of people that Jeffrey obviously attracts are a lot like him and a lot like us. And so the room itself became powerful as the collective gathered. So how can you apply influence to your own life? Are there actions you can get people to take because they trust you that deeply? Like these people have a deep amount of respect and trust for Jeffrey. And if you don't personally have the power to influence people, who in your ecosystem does? Right. Anything else you'd like to add to that? You know, that's just what you said it really beautifully. And the cool part is you may not even know that they do. But when you reach out and you're going to bless somebody's life, it's always okay if you feel inclined to say, if you want to invite a friend, let's do this. You know, and so anyway, I could rant on this all day long, but the power of influence is amazing. That's why network marketing works. That's why affiliate marketing works. That's why people build lists because they have influence and power. And there's never been a better time in life to build your influence either, which will be another subject we'll talk about one day than there is right now. Oprah Winfrey would have been a whole different person if she had done influence this way versus a network, we didn't have this opportunity before in our life as we do today. So, yeah. And I think we could go on a whole different like rabbit hole or timeline as influencing with integrity because Amen. there's only so many times you can influence people. And if you're not integral with that, it can end in a disaster. Well, and that's why I take it you. so freaking serious. Yes. When you put those people in the room, I wanted to perform at a level that they were all like, I can't believe yeah. you invited me to this amazing opportunity. And next time Jeffrey invites them to something, they'll be the first ones to come because of the experience yeah. that we delivered for. Them. Absolutely. Versus maybe you're influencing with an intention that isn't necessarily, I don't want to use the word pure, but nothing else comes to mind, but like with really good intention, you can then start to burn a lot of bridges and your influence will be one that people will want to avoid. <laughs> right. Okay. We're going to hop over to the next one. Let's say you're studying to be an airline pilot. You show up for class with your textbook in hand, you do your homework, you review diagrams, you understand the parts of the plane, and you have a full understanding of how all the gears work and how to operate a plane. You take a final written exam and pass with flying colors, no pun intended, but maybe a little intended. Yeah, right. <laughs> your teacher smiles and hands you a certificate along with the keys to an airplane that you get to go take off in. Did we mention you haven't actually flown a plane yet? And how do you think that's going to go? See, in business, we're missing a key ingredient when it comes to our success or the success of our students, and that is simulation. We don't let them shadow us. I mean, think about um, doctors and when you're training to be a dentist or whatever, you get to shadow people. Like you get to make, like yeah. they're there watching you, coaching you, making yeah. sure you're getting everything right every step of the way. You've also got simulation. So you get to practice what you're learning in a situation that's risk-free. Yeah. I mean, that's why they have cadavers. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. I mean, there's, so there's so many situations. If we go back into the, the real world situations, the things that people become the most highly successful at are the things that they have simulators 
to be able to implement knowledge in before they take it to the real world. We see this in day trading or in, 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 in trading period. We see this in the medical world. We see this in the aviation world. We see this in the video game world from driving cars. We see this in, I mean, I could just go on and on skydiving simulators. I mean, all these things, and yet I have not really been as efficient as I want to be in my companies in creating simulation models to be able to let people actually do something. I had a really dear friend of mine, well, I don't say dear friend, but he's a great friend of mine that actually created a simulation for college kids to be able to put internet marketing into action and just exited that for a ginormous amount of money. And I'm thinking to myself, I could have done that, right? Now, AI technology is going further with where you can do jujitsu in your own home. You can do all these things. And I'm, t- I'm sure I'm taking everything away from Sunny, but if we need to skip it, we'll skip it. But I just, I'm so awesomely wanted to talk about this because I think it's important in your business today, if you want to not only flourish, you need to find a sim- simulation unit for yourself, but you also need to create one within your business to sell to other people and or let them experience the things you're teaching to take them to that next level very quickly, and then they can excel at what they're trying to do. Yeah, so I would like to bring up an example, and one is one of our amazing friends and clients. She's an international speaker, and she addresses thousands of people on stages all over the world, and she also teaches women how to speak. And guess what she uses? Simulation. Um, so how in the world can you simulate so someone can actually practice speaking in front of a group of people risk-free and she's actually got a VR program. I don't think it's hers, but she uses one and the program features a 3d audience of real people that were scanned into 3d models. They smile, they clap, they ask questions and they even get distracted on their phones and it just keeps getting better. You can have, um, question and answer sessions with your VR audience, as well as interviews and conversations around specific topics. And to top it all off, your performance is evaluated while you speak. So it will rate you as you use filler words, stare at one side of the audience or fail to gesture and like so much more. So your practice sessions are also recorded so you can play them back. You can see how powerful that, you know, if you're a little nervous, you need to practice your speech. Like you can't get in front of an audience to practice right now you can. Yeah, exactly. And the cool part about this is even the way you walk and the way your into intonations are, it does all that. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty awesome. All right, cool. So, you know, I think a lot of us or even our students or well, even us personally, we failed to take action because it's too scary. It's too overwhelming. Number so we get thing. caught in this, let's go back to learning. Let's go back to get more knowledge. And instead of taking yep. the action that's going to get us where we want to be, we stay stuck in that loop. And that is why a simulation can dramatically up-level yourself and your students and massive success then follows. All right. So last week, we kind of dived into some fun stuff around an erotic blueprint. Yeah. And we're going to continue that conversation just a little bit more today. We don't always touch yeah, on saying. the topic Shape of... Shapeshifter. <laughs> just yes. saying. Surprise. Yeah. Just saying, if you're out there listening, <laughs> um, you know if you know. But we're going to talk a little bit more about some of this stuff today because we do think it is very important in partnership. So... um. I did give a link to the erotic blueprint quiz. We're not going to keep talking about that today, but the Why link not? will still be here. Awesome. Um, there's a $17 fee, but it's very well worth um, diving into that if you're interested in your intimacy and your long-term partnerships or even any partnership. So 
We just wanted to share a couple of other facts and tidbits we've discovered along these same lines, and they were definitely gold nuggets for me. So first, if you're in a long-term partnership or if you've been one in the past, you understand that there are different phases of intimate relationship within that. Usually the honeymoon phase is talked about because the chemistry is off the charts. It's at its peak. Everything's fun, flirty, and exciting. But as the newness of that relationship wears off, we think we're no longer attracted to each other, quote, in that way, or maybe the magic's gone. Things aren't going to be hot and spicy ever again unless we venture outside our partnership or find some other type of solution. And we just want to stop the press right there because this program debunks all of that in such a beautiful way. It does not have to be the case with any of us. So there's definitely tools and methods we can do to have a lifetime of hot intimacy right within our long-term relationship. So as stated already, the erotic blueprints we talked about last week is the best starting place. Um, Jaya and her partner Ian are masters at all things erotic blueprints. They do such a good job. Once you get through those, it's important to take a look at there's four obstacles or pathways that can prevent you to being maybe where you want to be yourself and in your relationship. And they call them obstacles or pathways because a lot of times they start out as obstacles, but as you're overcoming them, they actually become pathways to where you want to be. So we're going to jump right into those. The first one is emotional. So as far as intimacy, and I guess I can say here on the podcast, sex goes, how did you learn about it? What kind of a relationship do you have with it? What did your family teach about it? What did your culture teach about it? What did your religion teach about it? And who do you want to be in that category? Right. Agreed. Any insights? No, I don't think so. I think that you're hitting all the things really well. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, that topic alone, you can dive into layers and layers and layers of conditioning, of programming, of perception versus reality. Like there is a lot to unpack there in emotional alone. And I think... You know, a lot of times in our culture around shaming, around guilt, around all the things, um, that is a very good starting place to start to examine that relationship that you have with it um, in your own mind. Yeah, I think this is the thing, the power of everything in our life. The things that we fight the most are generally ourselves. And yet we do is we try to manifest it or put it onto somebody else. Or, you know, like you said, yes, last time, should ourselves to something else. Yeah. It should do this. I should do that. I should take time to get myself better, but I don't have, you know, all these things. So I guess what I'm trying to get at here is beautifully said, but the number one way to get where you want to get sexually and in business is being able to look at yourself in the mirror and love yourself for where you're at, first of all. Secondly, address your crap and start to work through it with yourself don't point fingers because most of the time we're pointing one finger. We don't realize nine are pointing back at us. Don't point fingers at anybody else. And then really get yourself to be the human that you would want your partner to be. Beautiful. And always remembering you're not broken. Amen. Like you really don't need fixed. Yeah. yeah. You're just taking some layers and off and game, shedding what no yeah. longer serves you. The shame game doesn't work. No. Okay, the next one is biochemical. So obviously we have a lot of biology that comes with our bodies. So 
what is happening with your personal body chemistry and what is happening in your partners. So remember the honeymoon phase we just talked about where everything is so fun, flirty, and exciting? This is actually crazy. This was a real aha for for me. Like sexual chemistry, we think, is just like we're super attracted to the other person and it's really exciting and fun. But actually, there's a nerve inside our nose called cranial nerve zero. And this nerve reads the pheromonal signature of another person to see if that person is a match for us to make babies with that have strong and healthy immune systems. Isn't yeah. that crazy? It's really cool. And I think that's why pheromone colognes, I don't know much about them, things like that, but you know, that's why people sell that kind of stuff, right? Is to in, in, to engage that yeah. so that we want that, which is they just figured it out in a different way. Yeah. So that's why there's other things created called aphrodisiacs, pheromones, yep. all the stuff. So, so it's pretty all cool. about are our immune systems a match or not? Right? <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's why a dog does a sniffing pattern. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> right. So when we've been with the partner for a year or two, the, you know, the quote unquote magic is gone because there's a biochemical softening of the previous phase. So we have a tendency to lose that strong drive. But again, if you learn and use specific tools and methods, you can live in excitement and fun for as long as you desire. And what I love the statement most is you do not have to be a victim of your biochemistry. Amen. So another important aspect of the biochemical category is to have your hormones checked. I mean, obviously, if you've got some hormonal imbalances, maybe you're low on testosterone, maybe you're low on other things, it will affect your drive and your intimacy levels. Yeah, and this is a big shout out to all you guys out there. You know, women are really good at this. And for some reason, women doctors and all that really help women with this part of their lives. And so they don't look at it the same as men do as Oh my gosh, you know, I got this problem, that problem. Like we we don't address this stuff. Okay. I I mean uh, no shame here. I do. I'm always addressing it. In fact, I just had blood work done three, four days ago. Like because I want to be an optimal performing human, that means hormones, that means all things. Don't play the shame game because you're a man and I'm not this. And oh my gosh, if I if I had to take testosterone shots, then everybody's going to think I'm a doper. I don't know. There's all these things. Build a bridge, get over it. You're a human being, act as one, make sure you're following all the stuff the way the doctor tells you to. And guess what? You're going to be great. Okay. So don't play any games. If you want your sex life to be there, if you want your body to be there, if you want to be an optimal performer, you got to do your part. Yeah. I love that. I, I do see a lot of men approach Bart asking about testosterone because they honestly don't seem to know where else to go to find out some information. And I feel like you could correct me if I'm wrong, but a lot of them are afraid of putting more testosterone into their bodies because they're actually afraid of their sex drives. Would you agree with that? Yeah. But as you learn these tools, as you dive deep into yourself, as you start unpacking and unlocking all this stuff, you'll see that it is a benefit to you and not something you should be afraid of. Amen. Okay. So the next one is physical. So what's happening in our physical bodies? And, you know, we don't think about this a lot, but I guess scar tissue can affect our intimacy dramatically. Yep. You've got head traumas, you've got physical ailments, you've got all these things. Maybe like you broke your tailbone when you were little and you don't realize that it's affecting you. Or had surgery. Yep. So check in with your physical body too. The last one is the energetic body. So we're actually bioenergetic before we are physical. Every cell in our body has a charge. So start to notice when or if you are energetically sensitive. Are you sensitive to lighting? Do you feel electromagnetic energy in a room? Like, you know, I don't know if you've had this experience, but you walk by a TV that's plugged in and your hairs on your arms start to stand up. Like you start to feel that electromagnetic energy. Empaths are very well known for being, you know, a lot of them are so sensitive they can walk into a room and feel all the feelings of everybody in the room. 
Um, do you have trouble sleeping if you've been on your computer at night? So as you go through those four categories, just take a mental note of where you're all at and become a detective in each one. Take a snapshot of where you are right now. And once again, don't assume you need to fix anything. Just look at it as an adventure to uncover where your obstacles are so you can start down the pathways that you want to be on. Yeah. And guys want to throw out one more thing to you. Go somewhere where there's a bunch of different stones and see if you can fill energy, even if it's warm, hot, if you can put it up to you and fill something from it. There's all sorts of really cool people there. And if somebody's there that understands the stones, talk to them about that. And that'll help you to start to regulate your body if you do not understand what energy feels like. If you've just been so numb to it, I think that's the quickest way to try to get in tune with energy personally is through uh, nature and stones have that. So we got to keep moving. So we'll leave it Shout at that. out to nature. Definitely. Yeah. Lots of energy Let's there go for nature. me. And also women. Amen. Too. Go hug a tree. Ah, uh, yeah. Love it. Okay. Quick bullet updates of what we're up to. So Bart had an awesome birthday and he received a lot of amazing messages. And I know he's grateful and I am too, to those who take the time to do that. And, you know, it's a beautiful thing. Um, once again, he mentioned earlier, we're here because Jeffrey bought us both tickets to a concert tonight yeah. for Bart's birthday. Yeah. How cool is that? So cool. So, so grateful when people take enough time to, re, you know, not only invest in you, but show you how much they love you. And obviously, like I said before, one of my love languages is gifts. Yeah. So it's really cool. But what we have a tendency to forget is that gifts don't just mean to people like myself, monetary things. Like Sonny gave me the biggest gift ever. I'm not going to expand upon it here, but it was just like this beautiful gift that I've been looking for for years. Never ask, well, in roundabout ways of ask for, but I've never like, oh my gosh, this is a demand that we need to have. And that was her gift to me this year. And I was absolutely blown away and uh, just mind blowing that she could give that to me. And that is what I've been dreaming of. So that was like... I don't know. So cool. So thank you, Sunny. Awesome. Wonderful. On an exciting note, we may have a wedding in the family this year. I don't think we should spill the beans yet until it's official, but we are super excited. We did have some conversations and wow. Amazing. Very cool. And then on a less than fun note, we did have a small accident in our Tesla. <laughs> we were driving back to our hotel from a dinner and all of a sudden there was a truck hitch right in the middle of the road. From a distance, it looked kind of like a black bag in the street until we were right on top of it. Bart, with his really fast reaction, swerved um, so it didn't take out our front tire or our axle or any of that stuff, but it did pop up and struck a hole under our car. So stuff started leaking out. We had an immediate warning popping up telling us once our car stopped, it would probably not restart. We made it to safety to our hotel, but had to have it towed to the closest Tesla service center this morning. And it's looking like it's going to be here for a month. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that is it for today. Awesome. Thanks, you guys. Yeah. So Sunny and I have been up to a lot of really cool things. We are so grateful for you. If you uh, feel inclined to share this message or our past messages with other people, we would love that and love you to be part of our ecosystem. And uh, just big shout out to all of you. We are grateful for you. And gratitude is a big deal. And if you haven't feel inclined today, send five texts out to people that you're grateful for. Tell them how much you appreciate them. That would mean a lot to Sunny and I because the bigger impact we can have, we feel like the better the way we can change the universe. So we'll love that and uh, just have an awesome day. And this is a segment by I Do, sponsored by I Do Epic and have an amazing day. <laughs>